Hey, hello, and hi. I'm Val. And I'm Kayla. And this is Cannabis, Cannabis Redefined, Redefined, powered by Connected Marketing. Marketing. And this week, we have a guest. We have a guest today. Say hello, guest. Hello. <laughs> what is your name? My name's Jess. This is Jess. She is a bud tender, mm-hmm. and we are, have a really great episode planned for you all. We're going to ask her some questions, what it's like the day in the life of a bud tender. But first, as always, we got to start off with our case of the week. Mm-hmm. So Every week we talk about um, somebody who is wrongfully incarcerated um, for marijuana charges um, or just someone that we need to bring to light. And this week we are talking about Rudy Gamo. And this is this through the Last Prisoner Project? Here? Yes, this is through the Last Prisoner Project. So if you want to read more and find more detail, you can go there. Um, I will link. There's a petition to sign in um, for this, so I will link that in the bio in our Instagram bio and in the show notes. Um, but in 2018, Rudy was sentenced to five and a half years in prison for operating a, operating a city of Detroit sanctioned medical dispensary and allowing the caregivers who supplied the dispensary with medical marijuana to cultivate the plant in his homes. I don't that what does that mean? Um I I read that 7 times. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of having a hard time with that one too. But like the whole story, it, it's a good story, but I just yeah. really don't understand why he's in prison, which kind of speaks volumes. I think it's because place. it wasn't a like approved sanctioned growing place. Do you okay. know what I mean? Which, so um, that speaks volumes within itself. I don't even understand why he's in prison in the first place. It's no, something that the big man can't regulate. Yeah. So the same year he was sentenced to prison, Michigan residents voted to legalize adult use marijuana. So a, a big pattern you see with these stories are these people are in prison serving time in states where it is now legal, which mm-hmm. is just messed up within itself. Absolutely. So. On top of this, in October of last year, Rudy's six-year-old son was diagnosed with leukemia. So as you can imagine, that's like a parent's worst nightmare. And all Rudy wants is to be home and be there for his son during these rough times. Um, So earlier this year, Rudy's legal team filed a motion requesting to set aside his guilty plea or to resentence him. Um, Unfortunately, the court denied that motion, and which seemed a little weird considering his clean record in prison, his well-developed post-release plan, and his supportive family and community waiting for him to come home. So we're not, no one was really sure why that that motion was denied, but Hopefully, um, actually on September 1st, this is going to go up way after September 1st, so this would already have happened, but there's going to be like a small protest outside uh, one of the Michigan prisons, a peaceful protest, just to like help him get home, and they're re-motioning to get him out, I think, in the next like week or two, so to be determined to see where Rudy's stories go. Um, But there are a couple petitions that you can sign to help him get out of prison. So we will link those in our bio and we'll also link them in the show notes. I'm just so sad. I want him to like, I want his son to have his dad. I know. What a heartbreaking story. I I think honestly that that. There's so many like that. I know. They're like endless. It is really awful. So you, before the, we were started recording telling told me about your connection to the Last Prisoner Project. Do you want to share that with our listeners? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I think that they're such a great organization, and Mm -hmm. um, we actually partner with them at my dispensary that I work at currently, um, where we give everyone the chance to offer – offer the chance to um, donate their change to go to the Last Prisoner Project. Oh. And it's such a cool thing. Um, a lot of people love doing it. We get so many, like, repeat people that do it, too, which I think is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the specific cause that we were talking about were um, was 
that um, so I come from a, a bartending background and um, my old restaurant group does charity bartending once a week. Um, so you can go and you can pick the charity that you're passionate about. I chose LPP um, and it was a really great time. Uh, we donated a good chunk of change to them and had a good time doing it. So I love that. That is yeah. awesome. That's awesome. I Making a difference where you can, you know, Absolutely. like supporting the things as you go. And it's super important. Even signing petitions, donating money, whatever you can do. Like, everything matters. Definitely. And, like, if you go to the LPP website, too, there's so many people you can reach out to. Oh, yeah. They, 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 make it, they make it very easy on that website to educate yourself and to find the resources that you need to know what's going on and how you can help. So, you know, there's really no excuse, like. Go check out the last person of the project so you can go, you know, educate Definitely. yourself. Let's just dive right into it. Nice little swan dive. I was um, going to say pencil dive. <laughs> you want to do a swan dive? You know, no, to each their own. You can do a pencil. I can do a swan. What kind of dive do you want to do? Oh, God. I don't even know what other kind of dives there are. A belly flop? <laughs> a cannonball? Cannonball. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she strikes me as a cannonball. All right. <laughs> so when did you become a bartender? Bud. Bud, bud tender. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, when did you become a bud tender and how long have you been doing it? Um, almost a year now. I started last November. Um, after the pandemic, I just decided I wanted to kind of distance myself from the bar industry a little mm-hmm. bit. And cannabis mm-hmm. is something I was super or am was um, currently um, super passionate about. So I decided to go in that direction. Now, when becoming a bud tender, um. You know, what kind of, what what is required? Like, what, what did you need to have under your belt to get this job? Um, a passion for cannabis, uh-huh. wanting to help people, um, because my dispensary specifically is medical only. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we want people that are going to be able to be patient and want to help patients. And, um, yeah, just the knowledge and, and having a love for cannabis. Um, you didn't really necessarily have to have cannabis in your background. Mm-hmm. Um, but any kind of, like, Obviously, customer service-based mm-hmm. yeah. experience would be mm-hmm. great. Well, that makes sense because cannabis, it's such a new industry right now. Totally. So it's it's hard to really have any background working in the industry that's Definitely. so new. So I'm glad that it's just like a passion to help people and a little bit of knowledge, obviously. And yeah. Sure, you... It's helpful if you smoke yourself. So. Oh, <laughs> I mean, where else does the knowledge come from? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Like, speaking of that, I don't know if it's like a misconception or maybe an assumption, but like, is everybody stoned at the dispensary? Yeah. Like, no. Because no. No. Um, like, it's also your workplace, so like, I feel like it could go either way. I personally don't like to be high at work. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I get too lax, and with medical, there are so many more regulations and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. that... I I just feel like I'm a little bit more on top of it um, and not as relaxed. Well, that yeah. makes sense because you still like I know personally for me. So like I'm a bartender, mm-hmm. um, close cousin of a bud tender. Yeah, and um, it I can't be high at work because socializing with people like my being high for me is like something to lo- like relax or like exactly. focus because I have a medical card. I use yeah. it for focus my ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just socializing I can do that without it, especially at work. So I, I usually like to separate the two as well. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. But I was just curious because I know when I go into my recreational dispensary, 
I can tell half of them are high, which I mean, is fine, but... The majority of us there do have our medical cards, so, like, if we are, it's our medication, so we yeah, can be. Exactly. Like, there's no reason, like, they can't really say, no, you can't, but yeah. obviously it's a you don't ask, don't tell exactly. type thing. I mean, gotcha. It, you don't have to tell us. At least <laughs> at least if you're high at work, like, you don't have to worry about smelling. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Oh, totally. Smell. Like, the, the, the fresh air, like, that just hits your face when you walk into a dispensary is, like, Top five, one of my favorite things. Just mm-hmm. like the oh, good morning. It's such a great smell. <laughs> it yep. really is. I feel like if there was anywhere that I expected my the workers to be stoned, it would be a dispensary. And oh. I'm 100% okay with it either <laughs> way, to be honest. Um, what does, like, a typical shift look like for you? Like, um, I get in usually around 1030. We usually start picking and packing orders because we get a lot of pre-orders for the day. Mm-hmm. And that continuously goes on throughout the day. Um, now that COVID obviously is happening, we have to do all these cleaning things and yeah. every so often. I don't even know why I said that. Sorry, I'm a little stuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, patients coming in and out. That's pretty much what it is all day. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite part of your job? I would say, so with our dispensary, it's smaller. Um, we get a lot of the same patients over and over again to where we're on, You're like, regular. a first-name basis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, like, that's probably my favorite part of the job is, like, having that connection with people. Mm-hmm. Like, wanting, like, being able to know, like, what I recommended them for whatever issue they had worked. Yeah. And I love making that, mm-hmm. like, relationship and bond with them. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, I think that's also kind of, it's kind of similar to bartending. That's, that I'm way, just thinking that like, the whole time you're saying yeah, that. Yeah, like, I love making that, mm-hmm. those relationships with people and, and building that trust. And I think that is a super rewarding part of the job for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, you're like, you can be making a difference in their lives, like, yeah. you know, recommending the right strains that could totally just like flip their lives upside down in the best way possible. Definitely. So knowing that you have like a small part in that. Probably feels pretty good. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like... Oh, I forget what I was just going to say. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Technical difficulties? Yep. (laughs) Thought not loading. All right, Kaylee, you can have the next question. Um, So what is your least favorite part of the job? Um, hmm. Like, there is no bad part There's so many. There's so many pros that outweigh the cons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say... I mean, this is a good sign. She can't think of anything she yeah. would like of being okay. a bunch of I guess, I guess being the bearer of bad news to patients, a lot of patients will come in um, um, and, like, they're, they're out of their allotment or their certification's expired. Um, yeah. Stuff like that to where you do have to be the bearer of bad news and you do have to kind of ruin someone's day. We do yeah. get some patients that get pretty upset about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would so that's that. that's a super tough and difficult part. Yeah. Um, especially because I feel like a lot of the times, like, the doctors that patients go through don't really explain enough of the process. They really with, like, don't. like, certification and stuff. So a lot of patients look at the date on their card and don't realize that their certification is different than the registration. And it's kind of, mm-hmm. it becomes a, a complicated thing. But, um, I mean, but that's not even like the worst that, you know, yeah. but that's just something that I guess is not as yeah. fun to do. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would hate that too. 
being the, and even like bartending, like cutting people off. Like it's a yeah, little it's yeah. awkward. I, it's awkward and I don't like doing it, but I, I guess it's a little different because like people who you're cutting off are usually probably typically assholes yeah. anyway. So you're like, honestly, fuck <laughs> exactly. you. But also I'm like, I don't like confrontation. So it's exactly. like. Exactly. And it's like these people you like, you have to be like, I, you can't get your medication. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I wish I could do something about that for you. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a s- strict like regulations. And so stuff. strict. Yeah. So, what, so strict. Um, what is something this job has taught you about cannabis? I'm sure there's like a oh lot my of gosh, things. So much, so much. Um, I mean, I didn't really know. I knew the difference between sativa, hybrid, and indica. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I didn't know like all these different like phenotypes and strains. And I feel like my knowledge has just. I feel like I've soaked so much in about mm-hmm. just different strains and, and terpenes and cannabinoids, and I just feel like it's really bumped up my knowledge just in general. Like, yeah, I love like the science yeah stuff I'm like behind a, it and I love like learning more and yeah more about it. I totally get that like on a smaller scale like even us but like since every- we started this podcast obviously like a lot of research and time goes into these episodes yeah. so I've I've learned so much and it's just like it's so nice because cannabis comes up in a lot of conversations in my life so I love being able to like tell people actual reliable information but, like hey like, actually, this is how this works or whatever. It's just, it's good to be knowledgeable on the subject that Definitely. I'm so passionate about. Definitely. All right. What is something not cannabis related that this job has taught you? Like, any sort of uh, life lesson? I feel like every job that we have teaches us something new. So I was wondering if there's anything like that for you. Um, I guess just having to work in more of a team environment mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than, like, by yourself. Like, I feel like well, I'm a Capricorn, so like I love being the boss and I love doing my own thing. Yeah. And so bartending, I was always by myself. And now that I work with like a team, it has been a little bit difficult where I'm like, why doesn't everyone have the same work ethic as me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's tough. So like I've definitely been working on my patience. Yeah. And um, I think it's I think it's a good thing, yeah. honestly. And I and I I love my team that yeah. I work with. Good life lesson. I yeah. love that you just snuck in that you were a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> we just did like a whole two-part series of like all the Zodiac signs. Oh, no way. <laughs> Wait, I'm curious. Okay, if you had to guess our signs, could you try? Oh, I'm so bad at this. I just really know about mine. <laughs> like, like, mine. <laughs> and I'm like, tell me about me. I'm a Leo. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so going off people that I know are Leos. <laughs> You're probably just like very like energetic and loud and fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got sassy. it. Hello, I'm, I'm not. I'm like sassy and I'm kind. It's I always say that I'm way. kind. I'm oh, not nice. Well, that's fair. That's sh- fair. That's she's fair. nice to everyone. I'm nice to everyone until like, like you give I me a reason not yeah. to be. That's how I feel too. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to be on Val's bad side. No, like, you really don't. <laughs> Val would never be mean to anyone that she cared about. No, absolutely not. Kayla is. Wait, guess her birthday's tomorrow. Guess when I am. Oh, so shit. What is it? What are what month are we in? August. August. Oh, it's uh, the end of oh, August. Oh, Virgo. Yeah. yeah. Like, I only know that because my cats are Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What yeah. are your cats' Earth names? Yeah. <laughs> um, Lux and Arlo. I love kitties. Oh, I love They're the best. I know. I saw this orange cat in a phone? window this morning. I was like, oh, my gosh, kitties. Oh, he looks like a tiger. That's Arlo and that's Lux. Oh, my goodness. And they're snuggling. Yeah, they're my big man. I love, love kitties. So okay, cute. okay. We're going to back to the marijuana. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, okay, so I know it might be a little different because yours is a medical dispensary, mm-hmm. but do you have any advice for someone who's never been to a dispensary before? Maybe they're a new patient, like they're new to the cannabis as medicine, um, but they want to go. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I would say start low and go slow. 
Okay. Um, oh, and go slow. I love that. I mean, that. whether it's flour or edibles, um, I would say, or, you know, actually, I would say maybe even start with a vape pen because it's really easy to control. Mm-hmm. But um, but definitely um, start low and slow, I for think sure. that's what we said on, like, when it, we say that on our first episode, and then we say it all the time. It's like when we, if someone was to come to us, we'd be like, if you're going to take a gummy, like, start with something like 2.5 or Absolutely. 5. There's yeah. no you reason. you got to find your dosage or else you're going to have a horrible experience. Exactly, and you don't want to ruin it. Like, there's no Definitely. reason why for the first time trying cannabis you should be popping 25 milligrams. No. I don't even do that. I can't handle that. <laughs> and I I'm love like, it. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But, you know, just like, like we always say, different strokes for different folks totally that's like our slogan i love that (laughs) yeah i um will take a 25 milligram gummy and go to the mall like that's just like an average tuesday for me (laughs) all right though i took i took a (gasps) hundred milligram edible at like 6 45 in the morning a couple weeks i'm like a weirdo and i love going to the beach early before anyone gets there so i I like that i was like i'm gonna get there at like 7 30 so i took it and i hadn't Oh, my God. It was just, like, the best experience. I was like, no one's at the beach. The I just listened to the waves. Oh, my God. I was God. high as shit. I was like, this is fucking amazing. That sounds I awesome. That. And then it, like, wore off by the time, like, people were starting to oh, come. And I perfect. was like, this is great. Yeah, I don't like the beach because I don't like being around a bunch of people. No. Like, I really I don't. It. Yeah, when I was younger, when I went to the beach a lot with my friends and my family, we would always get there at, like, 7, and it was my favorite time because it was just, like, you had to put a sweatshirt so on because it, was, it yes. wasn't, like, the time to be in your suit yet. But, like, so you had a sweatshirt on, you were just laying on the beach, hanging it's out. So nice, Smoke yeah. a joint or two. Oh, yeah. my God, I love... It's so relaxing. I love being cold. I can't wait for right. fall. Uh, I know... How is security at a dispensary? Like, I feel like it has to be, like... Obviously, you can't tell us, like, the secrets. Yeah. But, like... Well, it is kind of, so, I mean, I, there's this um, dispensary in Davis Square. It's called Sarah Naturals. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I love Sarah. I love them, but it's not easy to get in and out of that building. Like, to get in, well, you got to show your card at the door oh, like yeah, normal. there's so many regulations. But to get out, you have to press a button to open a door, and then the next door, you press a button to open it, but the door Dude, behind you has to, and I'm just like, I'm too high to figure out how yep. to get out of this place. <laughs> so tell us about the security, like, whatever you can Honestly, tell us. Honestly, ours is not intense at all. Yeah. We're small. We have. Um, we have a security guard. I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about it, to be quite honest. Yeah, um, no, I figured that would be, like, a <laughs> cryptic question. But um, ours is definitely, you, we have, you know, where you show your IDs, you come in, show your IDs again, then you come in. But, like, our back door is a standard door. <laughs> yeah, no. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my God, of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. My name is Valley. It's Veggies on Instagram. And um, follow us at <laughs> Cannabis Redefined. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff. I'm Kayla Nicole X16 on Instagram and the TikTok. Otherwise, go uh, up. 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 G- goodbye and stay high. Oh, okay. Oh. Otherwise, Otherwise g- goodbye and stay high. <laughs>